You're listening to a 1FM podcast. It's that time of the week. I've got Steve on the line. We're back for a new year. One week late, but we're back. Hey, Steve, how's the year going? Oh, well, we're four days in and nothing dramatic has happened so far. Probably the most exciting thing is that you've rung me up, Josh. That's good. Good. Well, I'm glad you're still alive for a new year. Haven't spoken to you all year, so... No, that's very good. I'm glad that you mentioned to your listeners the other night that it was your birthday, because I was going to mention it anyway. So I hope it was a good one and you have a great year and all that. And that we have a great year, Josh. Yes, that's the main thing. Welcome to 2023. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year? Yeah, Uh, although mine was quite interesting. I'll relate some information to you off air, Josh, about what sort of Christmas I had. It wasn't the normal run-of-the-mill one, be assured. Quite a few interesting little things happened, but I'll just... Leave that between you and me. Okay, well, that sounds interesting. I look forward to hearing that. But uh, anyway, we're on air at the moment, so who do you want to talk about? Well, actually, you had the choice of about three or four people I could start off with, and one of them was an Australian, but I'm going to hold that back until we're closer to Australia Day because I think it would be more appropriate to do so. So, But the gentleman I'm doing this afternoon is Marty Robbins. Ah, yeah, when you said that, for some reason my uh, first thought was the comedian. And Marty Robbins, the Australian comedian. But I know Marty Robbins, a great singer, Marty Robbins. Yeah, great singer and a person who cut across both country and pop with a great deal of success, I might add. He did, yes. And also something else I'm reading on his Wikipedia page, but I might leave that in suspense. All right, well, if I don't mention it, I'm sure that you will come in and do so. That's fine by me. Yep, yep. Okay, he's stuck pretty close to his real name, his stage name. He's born Martin David Robinson on the 26th of September 1925 in Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona. He was actually born in a shack, evidently, from what my notes told me. His father was of Polish descent and his mother was of Scottish, German and English ancestry. That's a fair combination. Unfortunately, they divorced in 1937. He was actually the sixth of nine children and his father was an alcoholic and a thief. So not the most salubrious start for Marty. And the family relied basically on welfare for most of the time and they moved around a lot. Marty Robbins in between shyness and a craving for attention and appreciation. He actually loved entertaining in the end, which and that overrode his shyness, especially with his singing and his harmonica playing early on. He recalled listening to stories of the American West, which was told to him by his maternal grandfather. His name was Texas Bob Heckle, H-E-C-K-L-E. He was a travelling salesman, raconteur and medicine man. And Marty Robbins said that a lot of the songs that he wrote were about the stories that this fellow told him. And one particular song, Big Iron, which was one of the big songs that he did, was written because he actually told Robbins he was a Texas Ranger. Cannot verify whether that was true or not. The part about whether he was a Texas Ranger or not, he obviously told him the story. Anyway, Robbins dropped out of high school in Glendale before joining the Navy at 17. Now, prior to this, he'd uh, dug ditches, driven trucks, delivered ice and worked as a mechanic helper. Unfortunately, at times, resorting to petty crimes while living as a hobo. So this probably was a throwback to his father in, in some respects. He was stationed in the Solomon Islands during the war and he would in his free time learn the guitar, write songs and come to actually love Hawaiian music. He was discharged in 1947, married in 1948 
And I might tell you, his wife's name was most interesting. If you look it up, it's Arizona with an M at the front of it. So it's Marizona was his wife's name. Huh, that's and, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's quite interesting, I thought. Very unique. Uh, yeah, and they had two children, Ronnie and Janet. After he got married, he began to play at local venues in Phoenix, actually hosting his own show on radio and then on TV. A country and western artist by the name of Little Jimmy Dickens actually helped give him his first break. He managed to get uh, Robbins a record deal with Columbia Records after appearing on, on Robbins' TV show. I think it might be, at this stage, a good idea to just list some of the songs that Marty Robbins did over his period of time, and we'll discuss a couple of them later on. The 52 studio albums, 13 compilation albums, 100 singles, including 17 number ones on Billboard Country Charts and 82 top 40 recordings until 1982, which when, unfortunately, dare I say, he passed away. Some of the better-known songs, and people might use it, perhaps I won't mention them all, but I think I've, I've done a pretty good cross-section here, and I'm listing in order where these songs, where they finished in the US country charts to start with, and the American pop charts, secondly. So 1956, Singing the Blues, which was the old uh, cover by Guy Mitchell, and in the end was a better-known version of the song, but that, for him, was number one in the US country, and 17 on the US pop chart. A White Sports Code, a very well-known song. That one, one and two, that he wrote that particular song himself. The Story of My Life, which was a Bacharach David song. That was one and 15. 1958, Just Married, one and 26. She was only 17, four and 27. El Paso, the big one that we all of us know, 1959, was number one on both those charts. And he wrote that particular song. Big Iron, which I mentioned previously, was 5 and 26. 1962, Devil Woman was 1 and 16, which he also wrote. 1967, Tonight Carmen, which was number one on the country chart. And 1970, My Woman, My Woman, My Woman, My Life. My Wife, so not My Life, My Wife. That was number one. He wrote that song also, and it was number one on the country chart. A fairly big list, but uh, believe me, there's a lot more songs involved. It's a story of a couple of these songs, Singing the Blues, Story of My Life, and White Sports Coat, which sold over a million copies and was a gold disc, were more pop songs than country, as distinct from songs like El Paso, which was his only mainstream number one, and Big Iron, which were both songs about the Wild West. El Paso actually won the Grammy for the Best Country and Western Performance in 1960. Now, he won a Grammy Award for the Best Country and Western Recording in 1961 for an album called More Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs and a further Grammy for the Best Song of 1970 for the previously mentioned My Woman, My Woman, My Wife. He was voted Artist of the Decade in 1960-69 by the Academy of Country Music. He was elected the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1982, a posthumous Grammy Hall of Fame award in 1998 for El Paso, induction into the National Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1975, and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at 6666 Hollywood Boulevard. There were other honours that were bestowed upon him. The group Grateful Dead actually covered El Paso and Bob Weir, who was a founding member of the Grateful Dead, and Kingfish covered Big Iron. I am not familiar with either of those two versions. Josh, you may know more about them. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I've heard the Grateful Dead version. I can't recall. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I am not familiar with it, but uh, anyway, we'll move on. Frankie Lane, he recorded You Gave Me a Mountain, which was a a Robbins composition, and that reached number 24 on the the Billboard chart and number one on a CZ listening chart. 
Elvis featured that song in several of his concerts, which I can recall certainly that the Hawaii concert that he did, he sang that song. It appears on 15 Presley albums. Johnny Cash regarded Robin Tiley, having him as a guest several times on his network show and recording several of his songs, including Big Iron. Don McLean released an album containing a collection of Robin's songs and a part of Glendale Avenue in his hometown was renamed Marty Robin's Boulevard. Now, all of these were indications of the esteem in which Robin's was held. I might add here too, Joss, that he started a couple of movies. One was called Ballad of a Gunfighter in 1964. And he was also in a film called Guns of a Stranger in 1973. Now, we just previously discussed this before coming on air, and you're not familiar with either of those. It's okay. I don't think that they were overly... uh, They might not have been B-grade movies, but they certainly weren't overly popular. I find very interesting that the other interest in Marty Robbins' life was NASCAR racing. When time permitted, he raced at all the big tracks, including Talladega and Daytona, and had six top ten finishes in his career. He was honoured by NASCAR, who actually named an annual race after him at the Fairground Speedway, which was called the, the Marty Robbins 420. Now, NASCAR enthusiasts are now, and I put my hand up here and say I'm certainly not one, uh, can read a lot more about his career on the relevant website. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to mention, I'm reading on his Wikipedia page. and I know, not NASCAR, but George Harrison raced cars as well, so... Oh, right, OK. Uh, just one little tidbit there, maybe it was a few musicians. Yeah, well, well, well it's most interesting that he was had the time and the energy to do those sorts of things amongst all the other things he was doing in his life. Unfortunately, it's a sad story to finish off. He developed cardiovascular disease early in his life and he had a third heart attack on the December the 2nd, 1982. He underwent a quadruple bypass surgery from which he didn't recover and passed away six days later on the 8th of December in Nashville at the age of 57. In the wake of his death, the theme song for... Now, Josh, you might be familiar with this particular movie. The theme song for the Clint Eastwood movie, Honky Tonk Man, which was a Marty Robbins pen song, it was released and climbed to number six on the country chart. Ah, yeah. That's one Clint Eastwood movie I haven't seen. I'm, I'm trying to work my way slowly through all the movies Clint Eastwood's directed because he's a great director and I haven't got to that one. I haven't watched that one. but I think... I don't know whether he actually directed this He one, did, George. he did. Like, it's it's on did, the list. Yeah, yeah, but right. uh, I'll get to it one day. But there's so many of them. He directed a lot of movies, so it's going to take me a while. Okay, well, that's definitely a, a Marty Robin uh, a theme song composed. Well, Clint Eastwood into blues music as well and country music as well as everything else. So, so the two would go hand in hand, I would say, and I think that movie was 1980. Two. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've shortchanged Marty Robbins here, but that's the information that I was able to glean. And I dare say there are probably quite a few other things that he actually did or was famous for, but I guess people could have a look at a few of the reference points and have a bit more of a read because he was a very big star in his time. And he managed to actually was able to cut across both pop and country and do, work them as a separate entity sometimes or put them together sometimes and was so successful with those awards that I mentioned before. Unfortunately, once again, he passed us, left us too early. He's only 57 when he passed away, but we left us with some fantastic songs, the first of which you're going to play for us now, Josh, and that's El Paso. Well, before that, I've got... 
two things I wanted to add. I'll add the second thing after we hear El Paso. But you forgot the most important thing about Marty Robbins. You know what that is? Yeah, okay. You've hit me between the eyes. Yeah, right. Well, in 1975, he came to Shepparton. (laughs) And he was the lead act at the Marupana Country Music Festival. Why wasn't that in my notes? I don't know. That should have been your number one item. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, there's still My dad sells records at markets And he still says people always come up Locally and say they were there When Marty Robbins came to Shepparton So it's uh, oh, probably I'm, the I'm most di- Famous I'm, act to come to here Just about I'm very disappointed It's not in any of the notes that I looked up Unfortunately It's obviously not big enough for Wikipedia So, But oh, that would have been a fantastic experience For the people that were there that day I must, Or at that time I must admit Yeah they still talk about it And I'm sure Rosa our presenter here Her husband was the MC of the show in. I'm just looking up now in At the Move for the Country Festival So she'll probably no doubt have stories about it Well I'm delighted that he actually did make an appearance somewhere in Australia because there's no mention of it anywhere else so that's fantastic I'm really pleased that people could actually relate to an artist as big as he was yeah and got another thing to say but it's specifically about El Paso so we'll hear the song first okay thanks for that and great song El Paso and the thing do you know what I'm going to say Not quite, no I don't Well one of my favourite TV shows Breaking Bad, the final episode Was called Felina And the song was featured in that And basically the plot, spoiler alert About man who comes back And sort of ends his life for the woman He loves, it's sort of basically How Breaking Bad finishes Except it wasn't a woman he loved, it was something else But very very good use Of El Paso in pop culture The final episode of Breaking Bad Was the song actually played during that episode or not? Yes, yes. He Well, he breaks into a car and drives back and had one cassette and it was Marty Robbins' El Paso. Ah, right. Very good. Okay. But it, it wasn't ah. just the song. It was the, the plot of the episode basically sort of fits the plot of El Paso. Okay, right. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how many of these songs that we talk about are used in either current day movies or jingles or drama series or just an excerpt from the song or whatever feature in movies and all that it's quite phenomenal actually isn't it yeah yeah well it's such a great song and there's a I believe there's an eight minute sequel called Felina as well oh okay all right yeah. Okay, well, well, Marty Robbins did a few other songs too, Josh, which you're familiar with. I don't know whether these songs have ever been used in other, other ventures or not. Now, a white sports coat, I would like, thanks. Yeah, I know that was used in The Irishman a couple of years ago, but. Well, there the, you go. The movie, yes, yeah. The story of my life. I don't know about that one. And Just Married. I don't know about that one either, but I'm probably sure it has, but we'll hear them anyway. That'll be very good. Thank you for that. Probably left out a few that a couple of people would have liked to have heard, but can't have them all, unfortunately. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Well, that's good, and I'm pleased to have done someone like Marty, Marty Robinson, especially now with the local interest appearance, or the local appearance having been made way back, you know, 1975. 
yeah, it's great. And a lot of people talk about it in this area, so I'm sure you'll get some recognition of this episode. Okay, that's very good. All right, Josh, that's it for me. Thanks, mate. Appreciate coming back on and being able to do the show again for another year. Hopefully, a more interesting people available throughout the year. I'm sure we have. And I uh, look forward to catching up with you and the listeners next week. That'll and be just thing. before we go, I know where this is airing on the 9th of January. We're recording it on the 4th, but I know this Sunday, the 8th, is a special day, isn't it? Yeah, Elvis's birthday. Yeah, more importantly, it's your birthday as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just going out with a few members of the of my extended family and having a, a nice lunch at a hotel, which I'll she'll relate to you next week. Ah, uh, good. Well, I look forward to that. Thank you, Steve, and it's good to hear your voice again. Yeah, great to catch up, and hope the listeners enjoy that story on Marty Robbins. I listen to a couple of those great songs. That'll be good. Yeah. Well, take care, and I look forward to. Talking Talking to you next week. Catch up, Nick. Thank Thanks. You. Bye. You've been listening to a One FM podcast.